Hello, and welcome to Encouraging Parenting Podcast. My guests today are Mrs. Serena Smith, Miss Benita Woods, and Mrs. Darlene Harrison. And we are going to talk about our mothers and our experiences as mothers. I'm thankful to you all for accepting my invitation. And I'm so glad how excited you all were. I mean, Benita, Benita said, I get to talk about my mother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Darlene had the same similar experience. And Serena's like, I want to make sure I, I say the right things. <laughs> and so, y'all, I'm just happy that we as women are excited about our mothers and want to tell the world about our mothers. Yes, yes, so, yes. <laughs> so I am going to begin with this question. I'm going to ask each one of you to introduce your mothers to my listeners in about 60 seconds or less. So I'm going to begin with you, Serena. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, my mother, she's a God-fearing, beautiful mother. Um, Her Mm -hmm. name is Evelyn Pierce. She is graciously anointed and appointed to be the mother Mm -hmm. of four children, two Mm -hmm. girls and two boys. And from the four of us and our blended families, um, she's been blessed with 21 grandchildren, 18 great grands. Mm -hmm. And um, after 26 years, she retired from CVS pharmacy from working with them. Mm -hmm. And she's been remarried now for six years. And Mm -hmm. she's the caregiver of her 94-year-old grandmother. Mother. Wait, 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 wait a minute. 94-year-old mother? Yes, ma'am. So that's your grandmother? Yes, uh uh-huh, my grandmother. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's good, Serena. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Bonita, tell us about your mother in 60 seconds or less. Ooh, that's a tall order, but here it goes. <laughs> Sarah Jane Logan, born Rutherfordton, North Carolina, but Rutherfordton was not born in her. There was nothing oh. about her small town except she had very strong work, work ethics. My mm. mother was adventurous and she was glamorous, you know. She d- didn't like the small town life and she went against her parents' advice and uh, <laughs> left home to study nursing, which worked out very well for her, a long career. She became the first black nursing supervisor at Missions Hospital in Asheville. And when her marriage with my dad ended, Mm -hmm. she moved us all, all of her little children to Atlanta to make a life for us as a single mom. And I'm sure, you know, you can see or understand lots of struggles in that, but in the midst, she was always kind, always loving, always giving. We didn't always have much, but she was always willing to share whatever she had. And in all her struggles, she never lost her sense of humor. My mother was hilarious. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Wow, wow, wow. So I now can I already see where you ladies get your strength from. So Darlene, <laughs> tell us about your mother. Okay. My mother is the late Lily Gray, <laughs> Lily Mae Grady McNeil. Mm. Uh, I have 
it's three girls, one boy, and she raised my niece. Mm -hmm. um, she was a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. She had long black hair to her waist as a young lady. Mm. She was short and sassy in her older years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she had a beautiful smile, mm. high cheekbones, mm. and she had eyes that'll make you behave without her saying a word. She <laughs> 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 was a sharp dresser. Mm. I mean, you know, the person shoes to match, but she didn't do the hats. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she was loving and a praying woman. Mm. She couldn't carry a tune. But she you know, was praising God all day long. <laughs> she was faithful to us, mm -hmm. dedicated to church. Mm. She was hardworking. You know, they started working when they were five or six, and she worked well into mm. her 70s. Mm. Wow. She was a stern parent, mm. but she, was, she always had our back. Mm. Mm. Extremely mm. clean, a very good cook. And she mm. have a natural art of decorating. Mm. She had a green thumb and loved to work in the yard. Mm. She was so fugal, unselfish, mm. humble. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, mm. She wasn't formally educated, but mm. she was very, very wise. Mm -hmm. yes. She was our yes. backbone. She was our mm. backbone. Mm. And we, we really, 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 really miss her. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yes. So, ladies, sounds I, like a wonderful woman too. Yes, yes, yeah. All of them, all of the, all of them sound yeah. like that. But, but let me say something to you, ladies. I, I think I, I hope Darlene isn't in tears already because Darlene um, has has just lost her mother. Has it been a year, Darlene? Yeah, she um she passed January of 2020, Ooh. right before the pandemic. So, mm. uh, so it's like yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Darlene, and, and Darlene, tell them what age your mom was when she passed. She was 90. Wow. Oh, wow. 90. Yes. That, that was a blessing. Truly yes, a blessing. Yes. 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 yes, 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 yes. Do you believe that there's truth in that statement, like mother, like daughter? And Serena, here again, I'm going to ask you first. Yes, ma'am, there is. Um, <laughs> I find, find myself unknowingly at times doing things and saying things and even at times walking past the mirror and I'm, I have to stop myself. I'm like, you looking just like <laughs> mama. And even with my sister, we're talking with her at times. It's like, you know, we're both saying stuff, you know, that we heard her saying and my son tells my, I have um, three children, and my son tells my um, oldest daughter, which she's the middle child, but he tells her all the time, um, you acting just like mama. You ain't my mama, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, amazing. It's amazing to me. And it really <laughs> what is. About you? Yeah. Benita, what about you? Yes, I absolutely believe in that. I don't necessarily think that everybody, you know, follows that, that idea. But um, for myself, most definitely. And I even saw it in my mother and her mother. There were mm. so many things that um, even though my mother was so, you know, ready to get out of the country and everything, there were so many things that she brought with her um, as far as, you know, just her her mother's ways and things like that. And and mm. she as she got older, she even saw I'm doing just like my mother. 
And when I didn't understand my mother, you know, when I when I went through those times where I was just focusing on her weaknesses or her vulnerabilities, that's when I would say things like, I will never be like her. But now I look back on my life and events, and there is so much in my life that is just like her. There's so many ways that I have responded to things that would have been the way she responded to things. So yes, I, I definitely, definitely believe in that statement. What about you, darling? Now, I would say that I got her knack of decorating. Yes. Because, you know, she wasn't, (laughs) it's just natural to, you know, what she did. And I couldn't see how she did it. But then I see that I'm doing it too. But (laughs) if you ask my family, though, they'll say, she is frugal, just like her mother. <laughs> oh, yes. I was going to say you got your financial sense from your mom. <laughs> your wisdom from your mom, your endurance from your mom. I could see a whole lot. But you did get your decorated skills from your mom. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, my goodness. So so um, at what point um, in your life did you begin to understand and forgive your mom and love mm-hmm. her unconditionally. And I, and I brought that up because, you know, I can identify as I, I remember being a young girl and just thinking, my mom was so wrong. She did me like this and she's so and so and so. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff was true. Mm-hmm. But as I got older and matured more and, and God, God gave me a daughter Jesus, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say this. I had reached forgiveness before Mm. I had children. You know, God had healed me from all my Mm -hmm. childhood wounds. But my daughter has given me understanding. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Won't they do it? (laughs) Won't they do it? I mean, Mm. she has given me understanding. And I'm so grateful that I that achieve forgiveness first. But mm-hmm. I want to know if you want to share a story about how you feel and and then how you are now. And mm-hmm. Benita, because you touched on it a little bit, I want to begin with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, my my parents um split and um, you know, and that of course that happens a lot. And the thing that is un fortunate about that kind of thing is, um, you know, sometimes different parents will talk negative to the children about the other parent, you know, trying to defend themselves and stuff like that. So my mother never did that about my father uh, too much. I mean, there were little little moments, but she, she really tried her, her best to not put him down and to encourage us to respect him. But my dad, um, uh, differently would always, always, always take an opportunity to talk about how, you know, to, con- you know, convince us why it was, they were split because she couldn't do this or she wouldn't do that or or she was this way or whatever. He painted such a bad picture of her. And then, you know, and I saw her natural mistakes and different things like that. So I had this thing growing up where, you know, I just had this, this, this uh, negative, you know, thing about, and I would never be like her. And why is she, you know, da, 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 da. But after I, after I received the Lord 
And the Lord began working in me and I moved to California and I was at a really good church, really great teaching. And I was training in this class to be an altar call worker, which involved leading people to the Lord. And I was so passionate about that. You know, the first person that the Lord put on my heart to lead to Christ was my mom. Mm -hmm. And I was in California. My mother was in Atlanta. And like I said, she had great work ethic. So she did not like for us to call her at work over any foolishness. So, you know, <laughs> she would always say, don't call me a worker, da, da, da. And so, um, if, unless it was really important. And so, but I just had this urgency to call and talk to her. And it just so had, God set the whole thing up and he, um, he, he, he caught her when, you know, or I caught her at a time where she was most receptive and she prayed with me over the phone at work, you know, which I thought was a miracle because my mom would never do anything personal, you know, at work. And, and we cried on the phone and we had the most tender moment that we've ever had in our lives. And it was at that moment that I was like, if God can forgive her, if God wanted to demonstrate his love and forgiveness, then I need to forgive her. I need to. And, th and then I found out later that there were things that I didn't even need to forgive her about. Some of those things were lies, but she didn't toot her own horn. She didn't, you know, try to defend herself. She just, you know, waited patiently until I came around knowing that, you know, I was too young to really understand everything. You know, I found that very interesting that all those times that I would throw things in her face, she never she never really took that opportunity to, you know, that's not true. I didn't do, you know, she didn't do that. And so, but in my mind, you know, because she didn't do that in my mind, I felt like, you know, what he was saying was true. So when I did talk with her like that, lead her to the Lord, that's where I was. If God can forgive her, if God can, you know, uh, show his love towards her, in, in, in this manner than I can too. So I began to really, you know, have this attitude of no matter what, she's my mom, no matter what God mm. gave her to me and she's my mom mm. and I love her, you know? So it really began, mm. began to change the trajectory of our relationship. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. What about you, darling? Mine was, I was the baby of the bunch. <laughs> And um, my mom, to me, was old, especially mm -hmm. once I hit teenage years. She was just old and didn't know. She didn't understand. You know, she wasn't hip. And <laughs> all of my friends, well, a lot of my friends' parents were young. <laughs> uh -huh. So I gravitated towards my friends' mothers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, back then, we were raised in, you know, by the village. So she probably didn't even catch on that. I was gravitating towards other people and everything. And anyway, I left home. I never, I'm never coming back, that kind of stuff. And one day we ended up in this conversation. And in this conversation, I realized she's cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what's up? You know, she knows what's up. You know, she is him, you know, whatever. And I have, at that point in time, just realized that she raised us just like she, with what she knew. 
Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, the same way we are doing today, yes, you know, as exactly. parents, if we're parents, we, we do yes. what we, we saw being done to us and all this kind of stuff. And, yes. But I just, you know, I realized she's cool. She became my best friend. I called her before I called Jackie out there. <laughs> we were like, you know, connected at the hip at the, after that point, you know, and, it, and up until, you know, she was gone. That was my girl. That was my girl there. But um, the funny thing is, you know, I didn't have my first child until I was my mother's age having me. <laughs> and so you know from where i sit today i hope my you know when we were coming up though my it was when you saw me you saw my son we were like you know connected or whatever so i'm hoping that he thinks i'm cool <laughs> you know, that, uh, that I, i'm hoping i train him in the way to go but i hope that he likes me as his mom you know, yeah. not, you know, because I was really not liking my mom, but you know, in the end, you know, it all worked out. God, like, God has a way of working everything out. Yes, yes he, he does. does. Darling, how old were you? About how old were you when you realized your mother was cool? Probably early twenties. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, well, one of the things, early twenties. One of the things I want to say is that you know, my mom was young when she had me. And, and I felt the same way. She didn't know it. She don't know what's going on. She, she, <laughs> oh, she Okay, Serena, your turn. Because Serena, tell us about, because you still have mother, grandmother. Mother and grandmother. Yeah. 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 So go ahead. Well, I would have to say uh, when I was around 22, you know, years old and dating my um then boyfriend which ended up being my um you know my children my husband and my children's father but um you know he had the mindset of and I, for me growing up I'd always said that I was never going to live with anybody until I got married if I wasn't married I wasn't <laughs> living with you well he in turn unconvinced me well I need to live with you first so I can see what it's like <laughs> <laughs> so um, the day that I was moving out, my mom, it was where, you know, it just, you know, it's thinking back about it now, oh. you know, it just really hurt her, mm-hmm. you know, for me to, you know, step yeah. outside of my bounds of what I said I would not do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and so she was, you know, telling me, Serena, you don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. and um you know if he love you he'll marry you if he want to be with you he'll marry you, you don't have mm-hmm. to lower your standards mm-hmm. you know to be with someone else and mm-hmm. stuff and so at the time you know I didn't see it being young and thinking right. I'm yeah. wrong right. and yeah. yeah and you know so I did anyway you know mm-hmm. moved on out but do believe it wasn't too long of me being there <laughs> 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 that I saw what she was saying and mm-hmm. quickly moved back home mm-hmm. and um you know but it was you know just to see that that hurt her and mm-hmm. um so even from you know and as um you know as I got older and you know started looking back and you know getting older and talking back with her about things and stuff you know you just realize that you know and I would say as mothers they really don't share a lot of their past 
mm-hmm. you know, with right. us when we're children. <laughs> and um, so for me, as I got older and became a mom, it, that was where I was like, well, I'm going to be more transparent because, yeah, you know, she had her past of, you know, information and stuff that, you know, was not shared, you know, with mm-hmm. my sister and myself. So, you know, a lot of things that she might have experienced, you know, in life, we weren't aware of. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, you know, with me being a parent, I just, you know, made it a point of me being transparent with my children and, you know, talking with them, you know, about things in life, you know, my past experiences, my past hurts, you know, so that yeah. things that they themselves would go through, you know, I would want them to feel comfortable enough to come, you know, talk to me, you know, yeah, about awesome. it. Yeah, but it was where, like I said, when I got older, I realized, okay, well, you know, she was, because of things she had experienced, she was protected without saying, you know, what it was, you know, she was protect, trying to protect me from making the same mistakes that she had done. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's how, that's how we do um so now I think this could kind of be like a a two-part question let me ask you ladies I want you to share something your mother taught you that's helped you to survive like a like a gold nugget and and also or or uh tell us something you learned from your mother by watching her you know something that you know they say a lot of things are caught rather than taught you know that you you learn just from just seeing them do certain things so um let me see. I'm this time. I'm gonna begin with. Uh, I'm begin with you, darling. <laughs> okay. Well, I think like Forrest Gump said, uh, <laughs> "Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get." <laughs> oh, she didn't really say. Cause I think I've learned a lot from watching her. Like you said, what was caught, not taught. Mm -hmm. what she did when things were tough she held her head up and she kept it moving she Mm -hmm. made she took the lemons and made lemonade you know what I'm saying it's like Mm -hmm. we had the filet mignon life on a hot dog budget but she knew how to do it we didn't know that we were poor we did not know that (laughs) but we you know she just you know she was just she made a way out of no way. And, I, mm-hmm. and the way I'm saying it is what God does. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I know that she had to be on her knees. Yes. And yes. God had to be the one to lift her head. So that's how I look at it, look at life now. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, hold my head up and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Y'all yes. stop. Because yeah, I'm teary eyed. I'm- <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, hold it together and not be sniffling on the, on the things, though. But I, I kind of knew this was going to be here, but anyway. Uh-huh. Um, Darlene, thank you for that. Okay, so, uh, Serena, what about you? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it was, um, you know, through it all, you know, trusting God and putting God first. And she taught us of being, you know, me seeing and her being, you know, self-sufficient and, um, you know, like, you know, Darlene just said, you know, filet mignon, but a hot dog. (laughs) 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 You know, she, she taught us to survive and be thankful and grateful Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. the, for what we had, 
and yeah. you know you know just seeing you know she worked two jobs and mm -hmm. you know oh. just seeing the sacrifices and the struggles that you know she made you know for us you know so that we can have the things that we wanted or things that we needed and um you know and you know I look back and it's where you know she went over and beyond mm -hmm. and um you know she represented you know being you know a good mom and you know she taught us you know to if something need to be done you get out there and do it from the yard mm. work cutting grass out mm. chopping up tree limbs and oh, wow. um, you know she had us doing it all and mm -hmm. um and you know and just being a strong woman and pushing forward mm -hmm. you know no matter you know what obstacles are in your way you know just keep moving and you know to keep god first and to stay prayerful and trust god you know to bring about that that you're you know praying for and stuff and she you know, taught us to remain, you know, my siblings and I to all keep a close bond and, you know, relationship, not allow, you know, situations and disagreements to come between yeah. us or, you know, the strife or anything to keep us separated. But, um, you know, she just represented, you know, being a strong woman of God and, you know, mm. trusting him. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Gifts we get. So, Benita, mm -hmm. tell us about Miss Sarah Jane Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. You know, she she really taught us to get an education. That was something that she drilled in us. You know, she came from a family of nine. There were um, four, four boys. No, no, no. Four girls and five boys. And with them, you know, back in that day, the, the girls watching, you know, how things were going with men and women and inequality and all that kind of stuff like that, they, they really pushed themselves to get an education, you know, uh, beyond any obstacle. And they were able to really be, you know, self-sufficient and be able to offer something. And no matter what happened, as far as like, you know, marriage or whatever, if it did fail, she was able to rise on her feet and just, you know, continue and stuff like that. Because she would say, you never know what life is going to bring, but you don't want to be dependent on anybody, you know. So she really taught that. And, um, and I saw how that was a blessing in her life. And as far as like watching her, you know, my mother struggled a lot as a single parent. But she was so kind to everyone and she was so, she, she never, she didn't turn anyone, anyone away, even if they didn't believe the same as her or they didn't have the same lifestyle or whatever. If they needed help, if they needed friendship, she didn't, she extended herself to them. So that, that really helped me because even though she was the baby, she wasn't selfish you know, right. she wasn't right. really selfish. She was giving, you know, mm -hmm. and so that helped me because sometimes you just want to be about yourself. You know, I, I got to keep to my schedule. I got to do this or, you know, mm -mm. if I, I realized that I really, you know, that was instilled in me just by watching mm -hmm. her that I can interrupt my life for someone or I can interrupt my schedule for someone mm -hmm. if they need it, you know, and I don't, mm -hmm. don't look down on them because maybe they don't, live the same way that I live or whatever, you know, let your light shine. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? By being kind and giving. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. 
Okay, ladies, I guess I'm a, I'm gonna um I'm gonna label this the tissue question. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have mine, so I hope y'all have y'all. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, so uh, I, I'm, mm. I'm gonna put the who, who wants to go first? Let me just say that what and question? then I'll ask the question. <laughs> This is the question. If you could say something to your mom right now. Oh my now, goodness. Oh my what goodness. would you say? I know. So so mm. I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say who wants to go first. Let, let me go first. Let me go first. Okay. So Serena. So Serena. Okay, so let me let me ask the question. So Serena, so Mrs. Smith, if you could say something to Miss Evelyn Pierce, what would you say to her right now? Okay. Um, Mama, I am grateful for you, for the Oof. woman that you are, the unconditional and endless love that you give to people, all of the giving of yourself and the dedication of being supportive from our childhood to our adulthood. I'm thankful for all the good morals you instilled in us through my life. I grew up seeing you represent living in peace and in love. I'm thankful for you being our protector and being our provider. Mm. I love you with all of my heart. Mm. Okay, um, thank you, Serena. <laughs> Uh, who wants to go next? <laughs> I guess I'll go. I'll go. Okay, so Bonita, Bonita, if you could say something to, to Mama Sarah Jane Logan right now, what would you say? Ooh, okay. It is the tissue question. <laughs> First, I would say you know, mom, I love you so much. And I just want to thank you for never, ever giving up on me and for continuing to love me even when I was unloving, continuing to believe in me and to strive to make sure that I knew I was accepted by you because there were so many times I felt rejected because mm -hmm. of the things that my dad would say, but she, you always did your best to remind me that no matter what, you know, you were my mom and, and I was accepted by you. And, and then I'm so sorry for the years that I didn't understand and the pain that that caused. And I miss you so, 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 so much. Darlene, if you could say something to mom, Lily Mae Grady McNeil, right now, what would you say? I would tell her most of all that I love her. I miss her. I thank her for all the sacrifices she made. Thank her for everything that she gave even what she couldn't give because I saw, I see the love 
<laughs> even when I thought you didn't understand that you were loving me, mm. that you, you know, you told us what was right from wrong. <laughs> she told me to do and not do, and I didn't listen. <laughs> and um, I was able to tell her that she was right in a lot of those things, you know, mm -hmm. before she passed. Mm -hmm. But um, what I didn't get to say, <laughs> I'm not a singer myself, but it's this song that I always, when I heard it, I always would sing it to her. And it's the wind beneath my wings. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. And one of them said that you always, I, I can't even say it like <laughs> the song says it. You would let me shine and you will walk two steps behind. Mm. Mm. You know, you she always put us before herself. Mm. And that, for that, I'm just grateful. You know, I'm grateful for the sacrifice. I hope that she had, the life that she lived, that she got some of the things that she wanted and desired in life. She may not have gotten all, but I just hope that she did get everything. And when I would go visit her, you know, um, when I got ready to leave, I would say, see you later alligator and she'll say after a while crocodile <laughs> but what I'm gonna say now is mom I miss you and see you later alligator and mm -hmm. I know I'll see you after a while mm -hmm. amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Okay. okay so if we could be hey, thank y'all and, and thank y'all for being with me <laughs> so uh if we could be you know how now, um, you know, it, we're living in a time where where everybody is has some kind of platform to be recognized, some kind of stage, you know, like Facebook, they're letting everybody know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So if you could be, um, if you could have your mother on a world stage and you were introducing her and want, wanting them to know something about her, what do you want the world to know about your mom, Benita? Begin mm. with you. <laughs> Ooh. Well, Sarah Jean, she was born Sarah Jane, but she, you know, small town was not in her. So she moved and changed her name to Sarah Jean. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. Little known fact. <laughs> was, she was an extraordinary woman just an extraordinary woman. She was a woman who was honest and bold mm -hmm. and she would tell it like it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, you know, she wouldn't want to hurt anybody, but if, if something needed to be straightened out, she would tell it like it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she was a survivor. She was a survivor of domestic abuse. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's unfortunate, but it happened. She yes. got herself up. She got her children and she rose above all those tragedies in her life. Oh, that's good. That's mm. good. Okay. Uh, Serena, what do you want the world to know about your mom? Well, let's see. Okay, the she's Miss Evelyn Pierce. 
she is um she's she loved the lord mm-hmm. she's a very selfless woman with mm-hmm. um and um life and people haven't always been good to her but she's never let it get her down it has only made her stronger she see the good in everyone and she wants the best for everyone she represented and lived by do what you can and trust god to do the rest and she was a humble and quiet person, but very vocal and feisty when need to be. <laughs> She's a devoted woman of God. She's a devoted mother and she's a devoted friend. All right. All right. And Darlene, what do you want the world to know about your mom? <laughs> um. Miss Lily, as I called her. Miss <laughs> um, Lily started out being a joke because um, she had anxiety very bad and she wouldn't ride in the front seat of cars. So she rode in the back seat. So when I started driving, she rode in the back seat. So I chauffeured her. <laughs> <laughs> so I started calling her Miss Lily when Miss Driving Miss Daisy came along <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> But you know, this joke turned into utmost respect. Because mm. she was, she had strength that I can't explain. Because mm-hmm. as you know, we get older, you know, we have the aches and we have the pains. And, mm-hmm. you know, what we could do, we start, you know, it starts diminishing. And to live to 90, you know, she went through a lot of those things you know at one point she couldn't really walk and but she would every step she would take she would be like thank you lord i could take this step you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then you know she became bedridden at one point and and even in the bed she would swing those legs cross that rail you know it was like you may have me down but i'm keeping going you know one time she fell out the chair and she couldn't get up and she was and but the she was i'm trying and trying i know i could do this at some point you know you could see it in her face and i'm you know and it was like man and even when she had the stroke at the end and they said she wouldn't talk she mustered up enough strength to say i love you it's strength Mm. that I want you to know that she had Mm. and I respected her respected her for the strength that she had when I looked up to her I respected her when she grew shorter and I had to look down to her I respected her laid in that bed I respected her Mm. and I don't care what kind of mother you have you mm-hmm. honor them. You respect mm, yes. them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't compare them to the next person. Cause the best mama you got is the mama you have. Amen. So I, I just say, like, she was a woman of strength, and that's what I want you to remember about her. Amen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Oh, that was very, very good. Very well said. So, it, ladies, you know, it's a question on here. If you listen to my podcast, it's a question that's not on here, and. And I never, uh, I never put it on there because I don't want anyone to have time to think about it. And I think Darlene just kind of went into it a little bit. I want to ask, and um, Serena, I'm going to begin with you. Mm-hmm. What would you say to a mother 
or to a child, what would you say, especially to a mother, to encourage her mm. in this day and time raising children or being ex or having knowing about children? Mm -hmm. What would you say to encourage a mother? Mm. Well, what I would say to a mother is, you know, be who you are, allow your children to see who you are, be transparent and communicate. First of all, communication with your children. Um, I feel like communicate, I mean, you, we can teach our children, we can talk to our children, we can show our children things. And, you know, like the saying goes, you know, People hear what you say, but they see what you do. Yes. So let your life be that living example of what you want your children to follow. I mean, because we can say all day, do this, don't do that. But if we're not living that mm -hmm. life, right. then right. you're not being the prime example that they're needing to be. So, you know, communicate with your children, talk to your children, be open with your children and you know guide them you know the way that they should go and um you know and I've seen you know from from my children you know I've you know over the years with them growing up you know I say things to them I've talked to them about things and um you know and and it makes me feel good to see and hear them say I remember when you told me this mm -hmm. so oh, that's good yeah, yes. That's good. good. Thank you. So, Bonita, mm -hmm. what are some encouraging words you would say to a mother? Okay. Well, first of all, I'm just, you know, really, really in agreement with what Serena said as far as the communication, because without that clear communication, there was so much confusion growing up when I was growing up. But the other thing that I would truly encourage parents, especially parents raising children today, is to pray, is mm -hmm. to be at peace and pray. Yes. When, in, when I was growing up and, and because of the bad marriage between my mother and my father and then the bad separation, so much drama. Well, in the background, my grandmother was praying. She oh, was praying yeah. uh, nonstop and she would always encourage me with the word. I talked to her all the time and she would always encourage me with the word. Sometimes I didn't want to hear it, you know, and, but she, she never stopped encouraging me with the word and she, she prayed constantly. And so her prayers were answered. Things were straightened out. Things were brought to light and, um, and the temper that I had, you know, that concerned my mom was put to rest, you know, was, 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 I mean, God dealt with it. And so my grandmother's prayers were answered. Um, and I would encourage any parent today, especially moms, um, you know, raising children, just pray, don't be, don't be anxious about what you see with your eyes. You know, if your children are a little, might be a little bit challenging or go through a little challenging season or whatever, just pray and trust the Lord. And when you do that, all will be well. Amen. 
Thank you. Thank you. And Darlene, <laughs> what more encouraging words would you say to a mother? Um, I would say that I would echo everything that's already been said. Um, um, the word says to train them up the way they would go. And when they grow old, they won't depart from it. That, you know, we pray for them. We love them. And um, what else I was going to say? In this day and time, mm -hmm. I think discipline is necessary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, if you spare the rod, you spoil the child. And I think yes. we have a lot of spoiled children right now. Mm -hmm. And we may have a generation that's really not relying on God and his word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so my prayer today is that if the, the listeners don't know him that they come to know him mm. yes. yes you know because Amen. his will is that none of us perish mm. and in it as we have gone through this pandemic i often think how would i have made it without it mm. yes. Yes. yes yes so yes. you know that comes to anything that we have to do in life, you know, not this that we got put on hold for over a year because of, you know, an, an invisible virus. That's anything in life. We can't do it without God. Amen. So, you know, I'm echoing what everybody else said is, you know, praying and training them. And, you know, it's not what we really say, but what we do that they really pick up on. So, you know, we have to be um good mentors and you know mm -hmm. just um and as parents you know we love and we pray for them and um pray for wisdom over them and protection over them and peace over them and, and for children you know the word says to honor your parents Yes. And he made a promise to you when you honor them that you will have long life and it'll be well with you. And if we both play, you know, do our parts, that the world will be a better place. I just believe that. Amen. 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 So, ladies, thank you so much. Thank you again for your time. Mm. And I want to say happy Mother's Day to all of you and to all of the listeners. Have a great day. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.